Oh, we, we are we are live and direct. Oh yeah, I need some intro music. Boom check. You know, like I gotta make. I gotta drum roll. Yeah. No, I gotta get one of our producer friends to make me like a ten second beat to introduce me. That you gotta sing on. Absolutely <laughs> stuck on this singing thing. Can't let it go. <laughs> I swear, every dream I have somehow comes true, and this one was very vivid. You were in the back seat, clear voice, R and B, deep, deep R and B. Deep R and B. It was so smooth. It was classic. I didn't even introduce what the name of this thing is gonna be. I think this is gonna be called like One Degree of Separation. Right, right, like the mysteriousness behind that. Not really, but I think my friend Quinn here is gonna uh, in- introduce why that works for this because she convinced me to buy this mic and start this thing. So she has a better idea of what I need to do or why I need to do it. So I think you should explain that because you, you for real went in like to convince I me. Because <laughs> even if you look at how we met, like how did we meet? And I was trying to figure it out, right? And then you go yeah. back to that one summer. Which Vanessa put us yeah. on the same art show. Yeah. I was like, who's this beach guy? He's not even going to be here. <laughs> yeah, I was still in the back. Yeah. I didn't even come down for the art show. So so you emailed me and I we printed your pictures. And I, was like, I was like, dude, this stuff is so dope. But where is he? I want to meet this guy. So we just become internet friends from there. We were internet friends. I know that they hired that new This is weird. Yeah. And then from there, I just, you know, you kind of just, like, let things go. And then, like, eventually, when was it? When Vanessa came down. Or Vanessa, you came down and Vanessa uh, hit me up. She's like, hey, Vija's in town. Like, you We're talking about two bubble? Vanessas. Vanessa Chap. Yeah. Yeah. We met up at Bubble Park. And then that's when I finally got to meet you. And that was, uh-huh. like, through one person. Yeah, there's two Vanessas. <laughs> Vanessa Nguyen and uh-huh. Vanessa Chap. Hi, guys. Small world, man. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I guess doing this podcast thing because it's connected to everybody, you know. Like you know everyone, Beach. I swear. Uh, I don't. You do. I don't know everybody. Everyone is connected through a retweet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like somehow, I remember. I forgot who it was. Um, I was talking to someone, and uh, they were like, "You know Beach too?" Oh my god! Like he like no. he like tweeted something, and like I was like, "You know him too? Have you met him? I haven't met him yet." <laughs> it's gonna happen and the internet connects us all man it's a tool man you know like twitter's a tool instagram's a tool instagram facebook snapchat yeah just to connect people i mean some people just self-indulge more than others you know, <laughs> you know? it's like whatever you want to do with it yeah. it's there for you to show another side of you that you know not everyone gets to see true yeah true i mean i guess we can create personas you know or just be yourself. I don't. I don't know. Whatever puts your boat. You know. <laughs> I'm so happy you're doing this. I swear, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. This is like a real convincing. lifetime. <laughs> it does. It does take a lot of convincing. I swear. Like when you, when you have people that push you out your box to do things. Sometimes you don't always see. It's like the most obvious thing. But yeah. when people take their time and like really believe in you, and I swear, like. You know so many people. I mean, you connected with me so many people. So I just, I feel like you have a platform that um, no one else has in a sense that you have your own perspective. Like your stories are going to be different from everybody else's. Yeah. And it's golden. It's 
gold. Gold? Gold yeah. to be revealed. Yeah, I look forward to sharing those stories and connections, you know. Because I feel like people should know the people I know. That sounds, that sounds hella bad. I don't know. No, not at all. <laughs> I feel like sometimes it takes a person that's like more common that people mm. can relate to. Because yeah. maybe you have that artist that is very introverted. And then you have someone that's just really outgoing. Yeah. But you're kind of like that personality that's able to like mesh these people together. Mm. If they have never met before. I would have never met Ellie if it wasn't for you. You'd be like, <laughs> hey, hit up, you know, Young Wolf Town. And she's out in New York. And I was like, who? <laughs> and I go find her in a circle when she's dancing. She's dancing yeah. with like James she's dancing with everybody. <laughs> I was like, hey, hi. Beach told me to, you know, come say hi to you. She's like, all right, you know. So that would have never happened if it wasn't for you. That was like one of the most amazing connections, like even to this day. Mm. Because you recognize like the good in like each person and what everyone's talented in. And sometimes it's hard, you know, people are quiet. You could sit there for the longest time with someone and not know anything mm. about them. Yeah. But you're like you're easily like you can relate to people so easily, you know. Uh, and people don't they don't have a problem like expressing themselves to you. Like you true. said, you know too many things I about knew, people that blackmail them. Be careful, guys. <laughs> Create a little burn book, you know. Just don't cross me, man. You know I'm gonna put that. Oh my god. I'll put it out on TMZ or something. Oh, you, know? you have way too much information. <laughs> it's too much dirt. Too much. Too many. Secrets, and you have good you know? memory, right? I do. I do. <laughs> I have the worst memory. I don't know, I have, I have like, the best memory for, like, weird things that come up. I don't know. Like what? I mean, just put me on the spot, I can't remember anything. <laughs> Sorry. Dude. <laughs> Wait, actually, I need to put, like, a disclaimer, because I feel like my mom's going to listen to this. Oh, that's Because she, like, pays attention to, like, everything I put Hi, out. Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, um, Mom. Sorry, like, if I cuss and, like, <laughs> say things, you know? It's just, like, it is what it is, man. Life. I'll never say it in front of you though, so respect that, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like you should talk about yourself because, to be honest, I don't really know what it is you do because you just oh you'd be out at cafes, nice cafes, or you'd be like DJ, or you'd be taking photos, or like a little bit of everything, oh, you know, which I feel like we have in common because like people don't really know what I do, you know, so like. I want to know what you do. Oh, <laughs> so much pressure. Um, let's see. Well, when you met me, um, we met through photography. I feel like that's that was like our common interest. Yeah. That's where I, I was at right now. And then DJing came along mm. when I was back in high school. I was yeah. wanted to be a DJ. Yeah, you've been doing this for a minute. It was like low-key, yeah. I did it low-key. Um, I was nerded out with everything. and It was just it was scary. I don't know. Like, yeah. You come up in a world where there's so many guys in the industry. So you're, like, you're trying to like progress in a field where everyone's like pro, you know? Yeah. And like you're just kind of like, oh, I just want to play music, but I don't know how to do it. And mm. all the technical issues, you're just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. For the longest time, I didn't like. I didn't try to pursue it. It just it took time. Yeah. So with everyone around me now that help encourage me and push me out my box. Yeah. Help me do it outside of my room. So <laughs> you know, I'm a I'm a music nerd. I'm a tech nerd. Like I love being behind the computer and doing uh-huh. all that stuff. So finally uh-huh. getting to do that now. <laughs> it's scary, but hey, you gotta do stuff that. You gotta do stuff that scares you. Scares you, exactly. So, 
<laughs> That's how the type, dude. Like, and then photography yeah. helped me because I did graphic design just like you. Mm. I went to school for graphic design. I did it in high school, mm-hmm. and then um, you know it's always been there until I got to a point where after I graduated school, I did multimedia. Yeah. And then that touches on a little bit of everything. But I was like, what do I do after I got out of school? What do I do now? You know. Uh-huh. And then um, at the time, uh, my brother and I were in a startup company so we're doing applications for like you know iphone games yeah so i did the sound and he did the uh, programming and all the graphic stuff yeah so it was like the team four of us but we didn't have good marketing so you know after a couple years we were just like we called it quits and we just like continued on to our nine to five so that's when i went to graphic design that's when i went to graphic design for two years Making art for hotels. Oh <laughs> yeah, you, you were telling me like, yo, like if you see photos at a hotel, yeah, there's a good chance, like I took I it. I took or it, or I did it, or I, I worked on it, and it was always art for like other people, you know. Yeah. And they were like, I want something abstract and with these colors, and you send them something, they're like, that's not what I want. I'm like, oh no. I mean, that's that's a that's being a creative, right? Working right. With other people and, like it was tough. Back and forth and feedback and trying to achieve what they want, you know. Yeah, and then during that time, I would. I would attend events. I would do all this stuff that's related to music. And I was just like, why Why am I doing all this outside that I enjoy? And then I'm in here not enjoying what I'm doing. So it wasn't until um, I started doing photography that it helped me. Like It gave me kind of like a passageway out of my job where I was like, okay, I could make at least a means of living. Maybe not in music right away. Yeah. But photography just kind of guided me out where I was like okay this is what I'm feeling right now I'm just gonna like go with it you uh-huh. know and not abandoning music but you know just just going with the flow so yeah. that helped and now music has come back around so hey. I'm really I'm really I'm really appreciating everything right now yeah it's a crazy it's a crazy time like for everybody I feel like in San Diego you know, right I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what it is. And you're here. You're back here. That's the crazy part. That's what trips me out. Like you moved back here, and that shows a lot. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of my my like OG was telling me like because I was concerned about like moving here, like oh if it's like a step back or if like Not I'm just all. like uh-uh. running away from like nope. more responsibilities. But he was all. like, nah, there's like a lot of room to do your thing out there, and you're just gonna be out there. Helping your family out, helping your friends out out there. But cultivating like a yeah. culture that we are we were starving for here. Yeah. So like, what? How would you like describe like how that culture, or whatever, uh, was last year compared to now, or like in the past compared to now? Ooh, ooh. Because like when, because I, I like after college, like I moved here back to 2014, and it's kind of dead, you know. Like, like yeah. I was in. Like, I was just at home in the garage, like, doing my design thing, watching Netflix at the same time, you know? And, like, it wasn't no, it wasn't until, um, like, mid-2014, like, right before I moved back to the Bay, when uh, Andy from Traveler's Club hit me up randomly through Twitter to be part of a Warehouse Takeover. And I was like... I was like, dang, like... Okay, speak. there's something there. Yeah, there's something yeah. here. Like, <laughs> like, I can show my art, you know? And, like... And he's like... I show up to Warehouse Takeover, set up, and it, uh... And then it was just crazy, like... So many people showed up, and, like, so many cool... I met so many cool artists. I met so many people that are, like, my friends now. 
you know and it was a it's more it was it was more ratchet than it was <laughs> but like how was it do you okay like so, who played that day and like who was there so um there's hella artists like the, I met this dude Photo Funk he now he's like doing crazy shit now he's like selling shirts and selling cameras online I met the homie Weathers Great back then he does like crazy illustrations but now he's like DJing for people and DJing okay. with uh, Endo I think um and I met Nico there Nico was uh, showing hella photos yeah you he showing yeah. hella photos in like these frames and I was like yo this is sick, sick right? so I met him way back in the day and then the Travelers Club guys and then there's hella other artists and like it got everyone to like come out of their house and like you know yeah and like that was like I was like dang so there is something here it just took a minute for it to like <laughs> for me to like be found out or whatever and I was like dang like I'm moving back to the bay like now all these people wait when me. did you move to you went to the bay and like cause I graduated in 2013 so okay. that was like in May or June and then I didn't get a job until like a month later after graduating but it was a, a studio in the bay that my um, my mentor OG whatever was like working at and his like really good friend That's was right. the guy who owned the studio That's right. and he was like oh like we know you already like just work for us so like I was like whatever like cool let's so, do it but I was like yo I don't have enough to move back to the city yet so they let me work from San Diego for a year so mid 2013 to mid 2014 and I moved back to the Bay that's crazy so it wasn't until like later on that I uh, found out there's like art and all that going on here but it was still like key <laughs> it took a long time yeah. even like I feel like the music scene too like um, with all the turntablism during that time yeah. I couldn't really find I think out of I think it was in my senior year. There was like this one spot called uh, CSL. Yeah. It was up in Claremont, and it was like you know, like they sell audio stuff and sounds. Yeah. They're running like one class that they would have people that would teach um, uh, kids how to mix. Yeah. I probably went to like one session because I I was barely had like my permit or my license at the time, so uh, I like I was only to take my mom's car like sometimes. So I went there, uh, and they would just teach you like how to mix and stuff like that. And then yeah. that was probably like the minimal of like art exposure if you like go out yeah. of school because I didn't have art in school like mm. we didn't have any art programs they cut like cooking like all the fun stuff you can never do like yeah. it was cut from school uh -huh. and then they kept like um, they kept auto shop which I was like well, I couldn't use that <laughs> but I still kind of want something more creative Yeah. so it was, I think it's just like it kind of starts with like whatever is available and since it doesn't feed the city like and they don't think it's important like we don't have it here that's true it's and it plays into like when we get older and like what's up here you know mm. yeah so it's like it took a long time so most of my friends during the time that our creator lived in LA yeah it was really hard to find anyone here so, uh -huh. so it's like you couldn't really do anything here in that sense uh -huh. and the people that were doing it um, they were either hard to reach or it was just like a big gap uh -huh. you know like sometimes like I'm saying like that's why it's important for you to be around because uh -huh. it's like without people like you there's no there's separations you're like the one degree the one degree that yeah, can, that, connecting that everyone down, that know. connects the whole world together you're like that like what do you I'm trying to think of something the missing puzzle piece or like you know that last piece on the motherboard that makes the thing turn on and go and like you know uh, what I mean like like that uh, like, that's why it's really important so for a long time it was like that and I always wanted to like leave um, San Diego to do like LA New York like 
anywhere that had culture. Mm. But you know, I went through a lot in my life. Like yeah. after graduating uh, high school and then college, like I had my daughter, which is Lily. Yeah. <laughs> Lily. Shout out Lily. Shout out Lily. <laughs> <laughs> so that I took a year off um, after graduating, and then I took a year off from school. Just mm. to stay home, take care of her, and like you know, just to raise her until she's like good to like you know be be more self sufficient, <laughs> you know, like so. It's that took time, and then I went back to school. Uh-huh. So that's that's when all that happened, and in in all that, like I still kept music at the back of my head. It was uh-huh. still there. It was just uh-huh. a dream, honestly. Like at that point, still like yeah. like my life is just like crazy right now. You know, you're just forced to like grow up. Yeah. And that's when I was like a lot of times like I was like depressed too because. I had moved away to All Central, which is like east of here, and I stayed out there. And um, I was trying to finish school out there, but it didn't like. I was like, man, I don't have friends out here. It's hot all the time. The yeah. car we ride in has no AC, and like all you see outside is like dirt and like yeah. trees. Mm. Nothing inspiring whatsoever. Like my life was like sucked away from me, you know. But I had Lily, so yeah. that was the only thing that like really helped me like keep going, you know. Mm. And then eventually I moved back to San Diego, and you know, still finishing up school, and then I finally graduated. So yeah, yeah, and then went to the nightclub. So yeah, music soul's been there, but up till now, I feel like. Um, the generation that is here in San Diego, like yeah. everyone's starting to connect. The internet's bringing people together. Yeah. People are doing more events and, huh. like, you know, showing up to supporting each other, yeah. which was hard back then. I feel like we didn't really have that. Huh. But it takes people with love and soul and talent. You know, you've got to, <laughs> got to stay connected. That's true. Give out hugs <laughs> and kisses. I don't know. <laughs> bring us, bring some donuts to a gig, and you know, I've seen spread cookies the love. at gigs. I've seen cookies. Oh, I've seen... Were you there for yeah. night show when I brought the donuts? I wasn't there you for the donuts. It. I don't think. I gotta bring donuts again. But I was at Hide and Go Freak last week and like... Cookies. Jenny and them gave me cookies. Oh. I was like, I thought this was a joke, but That's it was like... That's love, right there. It was real, co- it was real cookies. <laughs> I've had pizzas at the parties. Oh. I've had... Yeah. I don't know. I've had various food <laughs> at gigs. Brownies? You know? Yeah, brownies. <laughs> you know? Like... Brownies. Goodies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, food feeds the soul. Music feeds the soul. Nothing better than that. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Dang. So now it's just everyone's connected. And uh-huh. It's amazing. It is You're a big part of it too. Being here makes a difference. Everyone plays a part in like mm-hmm. what it is, you know. Did People, it? yeah. There's like this, there's like this crazy moment that always comes up. I, I've talked to you about it before. I talked to like Lou about it, Vanessa and them, or like Vanessa brought it up to me too. It's just like at it was like a Travelers Club, Future Standard event at the Hard Rock. I was there. Yeah, everybody was there. We were all there. Everybody. We may not have known each other, but we were all yeah. there. Everybody that's connected now was like there. I was showing art. I met Vanessa that day. Um, Mikey and, and Paulina were there. I didn't know. I didn't meet anybody else really. But I was just like, yeah. Lou brought that up, and I was like, yeah, I was there. I was showing art. You I know, know. I didn't meet you that day. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. So I mean, that's just. I feel like that's just. It was bound. It was gonna happen. It was bound to happen. All of us were in the vicinity of each other. It took time. It took people to like reach out, and be like, hey, I love your stuff. Mm. Let's meet up. All right, cool. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Make it simple. That's true. I mean, most of my friends are from Twitter and the internet. You know? 
I'm like, we're friends. I know for a minute. It was like, oh, we should hang out, or like we're like never in town at the same time. Same time, yeah, that's so true. And then, yeah, and then you had to set up, you had to set up my art for that one, yep. one art show. In the presence of beach. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else? Um, so when you when you had like Lily, like, so how did that like change like your perspective on like art and like living life and all? Because I mean, my friends like have kids, but none of them are really like artists, you know. So you kind of just. Oh, they just had a, they just have a kid they had to support, but like, you it's, know, it's, it's yeah. definitely a challenge into uh, exploring like more about yourself, mm. uh, being more patient in a sense that you know you have someone else that you're dealing with emotionally. Yeah. Like, how did you? It makes you look back. Like, how did you grow up? Yeah. yeah. What made you feel good and what made you not feel good? Like, uh. how did your parents treat you that you didn't like? So it made me like really look at myself like on how I act. Yeah how I expose her to things. You know, like, you're just more aware of everything. Yeah. So I feel like that, like, changed my perspective emotionally. Yeah. Where you want the best for your kids. You know, just uh-huh. anyone. It could be your brother, your sister, any of your family that you feel like you're you're guiding them through a life that they're meant to be here for, right? Yeah. So how do you make it the best experience for them and have them learn at the same time? Uh-huh. And then you're learning, too. So it made me really emotionally aware of, like, everything. And then creatively, I feel like um, it challenged me in a sense where I felt like, yeah, when you're a parent, you have to think about, you know, your ho- the whole life insurance. Yeah. Like, you know, like just everything you would think about for yourself, but you're like, oh, I have a kid. Like, like I, another person. Yeah, another person <laughs> like you really be. needed to take care of. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to even, like, dream of doing anything creative, you know? Yeah. So that was far, like, far-fetched yeah. at that point. So that's why, like, I worked so hard to finish school. Uh, Obviously, I was like a dream of my parents, but did I really want to? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I was there, but it was just, you know, it's good insurance, I guess, in a backup sense that you have a job and everything. Mm. But, you know, I think um, it just makes you explore different things of, like, mm. who you are. So you did a 9 to 5. Do you like that? No. no. You know, creatively, like, do you want to explore that in a sense you have to take a risk? Because I have to take a risk. And this, like, in the life that I'm doing right now, I have to take a risk of not saving enough. Like, have to budget more. But yeah. I feel like that makes you more um, creative in the ways that you do things. You don't waste yeah. as much. Because yeah. if I thought about it before, I would just get a paycheck every two weeks. Uh-huh. Maybe I would just go splurge it, you know? Like, yeah. because you have the money. Uh-huh. So it teaches you how to save and, like, you know, really be, like, frugal with all your stuff. And it teaches her that, too. You know, like, you're not going to always have everything you want. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, the creative side is just, you, you struggle, your life, you're like, you're dealing with things that, you know, you would never think that you would deal with. Uh-huh. So I feel like that plays into, like, who you are and the emotional awareness of everything. Yeah. It's so important. <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, because I'm, I'm watching, like, your Snapchats and all that, just, like, she's having, like, a cool-ass childhood, you know, like. like and everyone tw- deserves that. Yeah, like a 2016-ass childhood, <laughs> like. Doing cool things. You know? and she has like a crazy personality. Like, she does. You know? And everyone has like such an amazing like soul. Like you mm. just have to feed it. Yeah. You know? And it feeds you when you feed someone else that. Yeah. So it's just you know, when you grow up Asian parents, obviously they're not emotionally aware. They're just like <laughs> go to school, get it's like a. Like kinda of one track. Yeah, one it, track. Yeah. Just like 
this is what they think you need to do and that's all it doesn't matter how you feel yeah. I don't care if you're crying I don't care if anything like it doesn't matter oh. you just gotta do what you, I think is best for you that's true yeah I don't know like um like my parents eventually got over it when I told them <laughs> I'm going to art school you know I'm not I'm not gonna be like a doctor or a dentist like they kinda had to get over it you know like they're kind of against. They weren't against it, but they encouraged me to, to try other things, like join the military. That was like an obvious one, because uh, my dad's in the military, and my friends joined the like military. Yeah, it was just yeah. like it was just like the lifestyle I was in, like just join the military, stability. You know, like you can get you can explore and like see new places, and yeah, it's just a stable lifestyle. And then I was like, now nah, I'm gonna go to art school. They gave me a scholarship, so they eventually accepted it. That's and good. then, and then, but it was just like when I graduated, it was like, oh, like, but are you gonna, gonna make, are you gonna make money, you know? And I think then, that's what they expect the instant, grat- yeah. you know, the gratification of like you're gonna make money right away. Mm. That's what life is about. But I know they like our parents have struggled too. They just don't yeah. want to see us go through it, but we all have yeah. to go through it. Yeah, it's kind of. I feel like it's kind of like the immigrant like story thing. Yeah, like, like my friend. Um, my friend tweeted this one thing. It's always stuck with me about like how our like relationship with our parents is like. He tweeted like, "Oh, if I'm not making money, or if I don't make it in the world, like then why did my parents even come to America?" Like, I was like, "Dang, dude! Like we really do owe our parents like everything, pretty much." But it, we get we can like pay them back in our own way, which is what I feel like everybody's learning now because you can literally make money doing anything. All you need is yourself. Yeah, and pursue yourself. You have all the tools in front of you. You got the internet. You got your friends and all that. So you don't really have to take all the conventional routes that our parents are aware of. You know, like like you don't have to go to college. You like don't have to have a nine to five. You can literally be your own boss. Yeah, you can. There's different different ways and parameters like that you can define your own success. You know, and then I'd be like. A lot of people forget that and at the end of the day, your parents can be proud of you, like, no matter what, you know? They, they deep, deep, deep down inside love yeah. you. They, yeah, they, they really do love you. That's why they, they're so They're just worried. concerned all the time. Yeah, you know? all the time. And they just, like, they just, they just weren't raised with, like, the amount of freedom and, like, That's flexibility yeah. that we have. And, like, now that we have that, I feel like we can pass it on to, like, the next generation. You know? And show there's other ways to do it. Yeah. It's a long journey. <laughs> I know. I know. The creative, the creative journey is like a long right. journey. Especially when you don't when you don't have it figured out, really. But I think figuring it out is like the fun part. But uh, the struggling is not that. <laughs> but it always works out. For me, it always works out. You know? I feel like it always works out, man. All the struggle you go through, like, there's always a brighter side to it. Yeah. If you're struggling, know that something good is going to come out of it. Yeah. Always. Yeah, it'll, it'll pay off, you know? Like, like one of my philosophies about being creative is she's like, it, it, all it, like, it kind of sounds like this one thing that I don't like. This one dude, some of photography, is like, oh, it only takes one shot for you to make it uh, with photography. No. I was like, nah, that's BS. But in my head, I feel like it, it only takes, like, the right person or the right people to, like, believe in you. For you to like, it's like a formula of yeah. different people yeah, to like take that extra step from like struggling or just working day to day to like making money doing what you love because like all that supports is gonna pay off in the end and it all like comes full circle. It's just gonna be a cycle. And I was like, yeah, like 
like it's, like I tell people too like to find like a mentor because then the mentors they'll believe in you they got your best interests and all that and it's just like I don't know for me like I've discovered a lot of it's just about how you handle people or how you deal with people how you accept them into your life and the type of not expectation but like the role you allow them to play yeah. in your life in your life you know because you can't really do it alone. Like, you think that you accomplish things alone, but you, nobody ever really does. No, yeah. I agree. That every every little, like, piece plays into, like, mm. what action you make, what decision you take, mm. like, who emotionally is supporting you. Yeah. Everything. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like that's what's happening in San Diego is that it's not, like, it's still kind of, like, a little clicky, you know, but at least there's clicks outside just individuals trying to do it. You know, it's like groups of people clickings, showing cli- clickings, clicking together. <laughs> clickings, clicking together. Yeah, showing up to parties and stuff with donuts and cookies, you know, and showing art, making, using their platforms to share their art, you know, like. And I feel like people are less afraid of being different, you know, like like you don't you don't have to be a freelancer, you don't have to be full time artist, like you can have a nine to five. And, and be, be an good. and be yeah. an artist too, yeah, exactly. you know. Like people, like I used to think, like yeah, I used to think that oh, you should just pursue what you want to do, pursue what you want to do. But there's like realities that other people face. So it's just like if you have a nine to five and you want to pursue art, like do that, or like you don't have to dedicate your whole time to it yeah. if it's not in the cards right now, you know. Yeah. So I feel like people are realizing that because like all of our friends, they have nine to fives and then they do. Other art. Yeah, they do the art. Like, they DJ on the weekends. You yeah. know, they show photos on walls. You know, it's this is like a beautiful thing. I don't know. It's like a good time to be back in San Diego. It's know. booming. <laughs> For real. Yeah. What do you want to show? Sure. Now, can we see? Can we go see? See if this thing's recording. It is still recording. Yeah, I'll probably just keep cutting shit. Um, Beige is about to drop a song right now. You know, a little acapella. Uh, an original. Um, he's gonna sing some Sade because he's wearing a her wearing t-shirt the Sade right now. Sade t, you know. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, I like. Okay, so when I talk to like, I have a lot of um, women friends, you know. A lot of a pretty, la- pretty lady, ladies. pretty lady friends. You know, oh. you can check my Instagram. You know, they're all pretty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but uh, the creative ones, especially, like I like to. Or I've recently I've asked them like, like people would come up like, um, women creative artists. Like, it's kind of hard because like I feel like they have. It's not you don't see it here yet, but like in general though, like they they got to work like twice as hard or whatever. You know, like to be taken seriously I feel like cause like why do you think that is cause I don't know it's just like it's almost like a boys club and then like but there's room for everybody but like women have like been finding their place you know recently and like I think about it I'm like oh there's like these women DJs and all that and then when people talk about them sometimes they don't they bring up like, oh, but they dated like so and so. Dude, I feel that. You know, like they, they like wouldn't be there. It's you know, tough because of just the attachment of people. Like, oh, she got to hear because of somebody, right? Yeah. But they would never say that. Oh, that guy. Yeah, dated about this a dude. Yeah. About a dude. You know, it's hard. That's why, like, I feel like for myself, like yeah. being like in that industry of just yeah. like a lot of dudes, it's 
you're just so cautious that you're just like tippy toeing everywhere. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, if I try to do this, mm. is everyone just gonna like try to say like, oh, I got her there because she's a chick, she can't do yeah. that. They wouldn't be like, dude, she's dope. Like yeah. she's gonna, she's gonna kill, you know, like kill yeah. it, whatever. It's not like that. It's hard. It was hard, and I think uh-huh. that's like what played into like a lot of my insecurities of yeah. even trying to come out as a DJ because it's hard. Yeah, you mentioned that in the, earlier. Yeah, like, so I feel like uh-huh. now it's easier because a lot of females do it. They kill it, and it's yeah. almost like a norm now, where it's not so like yeah. you know, one off. Like there's just this one DJ, one female DJ out of like ten, you know. Yeah. So it's I feel like it's a little bit easier. I feel like it's, it's getting better for sure. It's more of a norm. Yeah, hopefully. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're like surrounded by like like Sasha and like just I've like I've seen Sam, Super Sam like hella times, and we always talk about Vashti, and you know like she's the only woman to I make love to make. Uh, to collaborate with Jordan and then but you know right in front of me someone collaborated with the shoe company she got her photo printed on some (laughs) shoes so I mean I'd be like we should talk about that you know so how did that happen that was so funny you know like I found this thing on Craigslist like a year ago it was just asking for artists to submit and it was like some some, to me it was a random website at the time but I thought it was really cool I love what they did Uh they would take um, uh, artists like photos, graphic design, uh, anything, and like you know, submit it on a shoe. But they actually yeah. represented the artist. Mm. But so when I submitted, I didn't think anything of it. I just yeah. like you know, put one photo in. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, like hope to hear from you. And then like a year later, they emailed me, uh, and they're like, oh, we selected your design for. Um, it's pretty much like up for voting. Like yeah. if we can make it into the next, like uh-huh. uh, make it through like the round or whatever. Uh-huh. So I went through that selection process and then I made it into their August yeah. um, selection. So that yeah. was really cool. I was really like surprised and happy that people loved it. So I was like, yay! Like my stuff is on a shoe. It's like a photo I took. Like uh-huh. it was here, like somewhere. No, actually I took it in LA. Yeah. I put over on the side of a building before I left um, from this one trip. Yeah. And it was like all these florals that were just growing out of a side of a building. It was just like one white building and then these pretty flowers. Yeah. And um, so I was like, oh, that looks really dope. So I just like stopped, took the picture of it, and then went home and like edited it. Yeah. And then um, sadly, when I went back, like they cut cut it down. Like Damn. you know, like yeah. it's like a random tree growing out on the side of the building. They want to keep it clean, so they yeah. chopped it off. But yeah, so that, that was really cool. Mm. So yeah, just submitted it. And they just got back to me a year later. And I'm like, hey, we like your stuff. So sometimes you just gotta like do things and throw it out there and you just don't know what you're gonna get back. Yeah, I mean, so that's how that happened. It's really yeah. random. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take advantage of like every opportunity. Anything. Even even Craigslist, man. Shout out Craigslist. Oh my god, dude. they have so much cool stuff on there. <laughs> dude, I got my first internship. Like, cause to, in order to graduate, I had to get an internship. Yeah. I was like, couldn't find anything that I was interested in. I was about to take like a nonprofit, non-paid internship, which was which was cool, cause it was for kids and all that. Yeah. But then uh, I was on Craigslist and like, I, I applied to. It's not even a startup, really. It's been around forever. But uh, I applied to BitTorrent and like I got that. Are you? That was off of Craigslist. Yeah. And it was so you just, worked at BitTorrent. Yeah, for like three months. It was tight. How was that? It was cool. I mean, it was tight being at a tech company. It was tight having, like, catered lunches. It was tight, like, having snacks and drinks available. It was, like, my first introduction to, like, that Bay Area tech startup work culture thing where there's, like, beer all the time and they'll take you out to baseball games and all that, you know? That's what I noticed when I went up there. Mm. Uh, 
I forgot what company it was my friend was working at, but I've never been in their like corporate mm. buildings they yeah. have in there, and I I feel like they're normal up there. Yeah. But I haven't seen it, so my friend brought me in. It's like, hey, uh, here's our kitchen. What do you want? He pulls out like each drawer. It's like stacked with like just any snack you could think of. A whole fridge full of like you know coconut drink, got the fancy water, everything. Yeah. Like, damn, this is how it is up here. This is pretty tight. No, it's that like tech life. it's all about like that work lifestyle. Yeah. Like more, more play than like actual work. I feel like. <laughs> and I heard at Google, you get like a free hour to do whatever you want or whatever. And then the Airbnb, they got like all these nice ass rooms, like decorated. I don't know. I feel like that's that's important that's now. The like culture, people, yeah, yeah, it is important. Yeah. I feel like because my. My nine to five that I worked at, which I got off of Craigslist, <laughs> the graphic design yeah. job. Um, the culture would be we'll go out sometimes. We'll have like you know like parties, like someone's birthday or something. Yeah. But for the most part, it would just be strictly working, yeah. like work to death. Like every every role you can take in there, they'll throw you in. Uh-huh. Like oh, you know how to work the printer? There you go. <laughs> You know, you know how to yeah. do this? You're, you're on that one. And we just, like, took a lot of hats and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I like about the Bay Culture is they, they really emphasize on, like, your lifestyle, too. They want you to be comfortable, but at the same time, they want you to produce the best work you can, and it takes that balance. Yeah, like, um, like even in college or... I don't know if I figured this out on my own or if it was in college, but um, they're, they're saying, like, yo, like, the pay... Being paid a lot is cool. Having benefits is hella cool. But at the end of the day, it's really about finding, like, the right fit, you know? Like, like what worked with my job, like, even though, even though like, yo, I got friends that fucking um, works at, work at Facebook or, like, Yahoo, like, making hella money. Like, who knows? Make, maybe I could work there, but maybe it wouldn't be, like, the right fit, you know? Like, yeah. But when I applied to my job, it was, like, people that I've known already and we have all the same interests like hip hop and like streetwear and like comics and movies and all that yeah so it's just we just fit it's like the right fit like I feel like people are more concerned about like other things but if you're not comfortable where you are um, if you're not happy where you work and if you're not producing things you want to produce like then you're just going to be unhappy you know like so I mean yeah luckily I found that right after school you know? yeah I mean Shout out to Twitter for me, like just just connecting with people. But yeah, dude, eventually I got to I got to make the two dope boys website. That's like my pride and joy. Oh, that's, right. that's my baby. I love uh, that. Just did a bunch of other websites. Yeah, just like some cultural stuff. So that's like the type of stuff I'm interested in. And eventually, I was like, it's time for me to like be independent. That's like the right fit for me, just to be independent and to take that risk and. At the end of the day, I really, I really don't like having a boss. So. <laughs> That's probably why it's like the right thing to work for myself. Like I always, I always make that joke where like, where like people ask me like, oh, what are you doing on Friday or what are you doing on Thursday? Are you free? I was like, dang, let me call my boss and like, ring ring, ask, ring, and then it's literally just me. It's just like, oh, you, you could have the day off. You deserve it. You get to work your own schedule. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, you get to work your own schedule, but at the same time, for freelancers and creatives and artists, there's no nine to five. Like, it's all the time. You're pretty much working all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I, I, was, even, I was even telling people, I was like, yo, like, I'm, you see me on my phone? Like, like, people make jokes like, oh, he's always on his phone, blah, blah, blah. Or like, he never texts back or something like that. But like, yo, I'm on my phone, like, working, <laughs> working handling business, connecting, <laughs> networking. And I just suck at texting back sometimes. Yeah. And my phone's on do, my phone's on do not disturb all the time. 
So. Hey, that's such a good thing to have, especially when you have like multiple group chats. Multiple group chats. You can have it going off all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, so what's what's next for you? I mean, In terms of right now. Uh, yeah. What are your what are your focuses? My focuses. What are any plans you can share? What what are you looking forward to in the in the last couple months, you know, of the year 2016, you know, so. So I feel like at this point, um, I'm excited to continue this, this journey down music, mm. exploring myself as an artist in music. And I feel like um, for the next three months, I'm just like kind of kind of letting myself guide you know to the next thing mm. instead of thinking so much about what's gonna happen or like you know thinking about my past of how yeah. everything was connected I'm just like going with every opportunity I get huh. that's that's able to take me down this route because I've always wanted to go down this route but you know like now it's happening gotta gotta feel it out uh-huh. yeah so I'm excited I'm excited to uh, create some mixes. Yeah. I want to produce because that was like the first thing I did yeah, when I started yeah, yeah. music. So hopefully that will um, come into play because I'm such a nerd. So. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's all coming together. Right. Know? And I'm excited. So I'm excited. I'm happy. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to play by ear, you know? Because like, I was telling you, like, I was, I was like lost for a second, but. I was like, at the end of the day, like, I hella accepted that it was, like, okay to be lost. And then to just wander, yeah. find what you want to do. Kind of let find, intuition guide you. Yeah, just find, like, what fulfills you. Like that yeah. magazine? Hey, hey that's... You that's, should share that real that's, quick. No, that's a secret till okay. I actually get in my right. hands. You know, like, until it's real. You know, even though... And then you can tell the backstories of that. And that yeah. will definitely back up what you're talking about right yeah, now. I could, I'm going to share it on Instagram, talk about it on the next one. You know? <laughs> I mean... Tune in, guys. Tune in. It's a good in. one. Yeah, I'm going to have, like, more San Diego people on this. And, like, and I guess I guess if people, like, hear all, like, the cars and shit in the background, it's because I'm still trying to figure out how to do this. We're and at Influx right now. We're at Influx right we now tried, at a cafe. We uh, tried a couple of different coffee shops. Um, the last one we were at had some religion conversation going on. Yeah. So we moved... Cafe Calabria, where did, what mm. happened there? It was just really loud. They're grinding beans. Yeah, they're grinding beans. People are walking on the top floor. The phone was going off. So, went yeah. to grab some tacos. Now so, we're yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, so this is the podcast thing that I've been trying to do, that Yay! I finally got convinced to do. And I'm excited about it. And, and you got me here, and this is not something I'm. You know, comfortable yeah, no. with it. No, I thought it was important. I don't mind. I could be the guinea pig. It's all good. I just thought it was important <laughs> to talk to you since, like, a lot of people, like, yeah, like, don't know what you do and you're, like, quiet. I am. You know, like. I am. I'm a shy girl. <laughs> but, like, people know you on the internet, you know, like, yeah. and, and the, like, like, I feel like the point of this is to, like, like, really put a voice behind people's, like, on the internet or, like, people you don't approach when you see them, you know, and to, like, humanize them kind of because... Yeah, like people, like I don't, I'm, I'm not good at conversation. I don't, I don't really introduce myself all the time. So luckily, there's the internet, and people just people are like, oh, what else? Are you yeah, Zillow yeah. and all that? I was like, so luckily people talk to me, and like I don't That's have to like. But try. there's so many different sides of that too. Yeah, so 
Oh, this guy's coming back. Like, <laughs> who back is Quinn or, and who is Cubicado? What is yeah. the difference? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I want people to know my friends. Shout out to this guy. Yeah. I don't even know who that is, man. I, I think he was playing like Jadakus earlier. But, Song ID? <laughs> oh, yeah, Shazam it, man. Shazam that. Oh, yeah. But then there's that, oh, there's that, there's a thing I want to do at every podcast, man. Is what is your unpopular opinion? I don't know if I'm gonna put you on the spot, but you know. Explain that again. Um, it's just like an opinion that isn't popular with other people, or like there's a lot of controversy, like, or it's just like not. You're not on like the the yes man kind of side of the the situation. <laughs> Should have told me I would have made a list. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Let's dive into my dark side. <laughs> I'm I'm playing the uh, the Jeopardy I'm trying to keep it sound simple. music in my head right now. What would people hate me for? <laughs> Well, for example, on the next podcast or whatever with uh, Jenny and them, we're going to talk about the Colin Kaepernick thing. So I'm saving that for her. But yeah, that, that's, I don't know too much about that. But that's the whole uh, kneeling, not standing for the, okay. the national anthem. And there's a lot of controversy, controversy around that. that. I mean, it doesn't have to be that, that big. Like, it can just be like something simple, you know? <laughs> Oh, like man. like like you like pineapples on your pizza, like that that's like an unpopular <laughs> opinion. Like I, I just think it's weird. Why you, why do people throw pineapples on their pizza? But, why not? But yeah, so that that's like another one. That's like a simple one, simple unpopular. Like that. I love pineapples on my pizza. I, I like know. weird combinations. I know some people don't like chicken and waffles because they're like, it's sweet and it's savory. Like, what is that? I'm like, it sounds good. That's a perfect combination, honestly. <laughs> I see, I'm for that. I just don't like fruits on my, uh, my pizza. You know? Okay, I have to get back to you on that. Okay. Okay, we'll get back to you on that. On did I say something last time? I'm trying to remember what you I You did, but yeah, like, I don't want to, I don't want to bring that one up. <laughs> you know, there's all like right, some right, slight right, name right, dropping on those right. ones. We're not gonna go there. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> not going to. The, nah. Yeah. That'd be like next level. <laughs> next level controversy. <laughs> you know. Oh, shoot. Okay. Instead of unpopular opinion, what type of? Okay, because because man, this is this podcast didn't drag on, dude. I just okay, keep coming, you can. You I just can keep coming, coming up with things. But yeah, no, like. You can chop in and out. I I like brought I like told you that idea about um, having a panel talk or like a workshop thing and like you were like one of the first people I was going to ask to do that so like on the spot right now like what type of advice or like free game would you give to anybody like aspiring creatives or like 
or like creative moms, you know, or like anything or like any type of role, like what type what type of advice would you give to anybody? I love that question. You know? I, uh, for everyone, yeah. but I, I feel like I run across a lot. And just for myself, too, like, yeah. everyone has to know that everyone is equal. Everyone can do any yeah. and everything. Yeah. You don't have to be in a box. You don't have to be one thing if you came up as a photographer, yeah. if you came up as, like, a musician, a painter, whatever it may be. Like, you don't have to stick to that one lane. Yeah. Because everyone has a different way of expressing themselves. Everyone can see, yeah. so they can give their own perspective through a a lens a photography so mm. you get five people a camera they're gonna give you five different perspectives yeah. and nothing is right or wrong you know like mm. it's just the way you see things mm. same thing with music everyone hears music differently yeah. and the output's gonna be different for mm. each person so I feel like the important part for that is just giving people a way like what's the easiest way to allow people to like express that and access that without worrying about too much of like what it means to be an artist or I have to be this way, I have to be that way. It's like, no, I just want to say something. So mm. I want to take the picture this way. Like, this is how I hear this certain sound or how I hear this certain song, you know? Like, mm. I want to be able to create something like that. Mm. And I feel like it, people are easily intimidated by the process of it. Like, mm. oh, I don't know how to do it though, you know? Yeah. But little people know, like, everyone can do anything, you know? Just gotta, gotta yeah, have someone to, like, connect it and guide it. Yeah, like, to push you, or, like, I feel like at the end of the day, it's important to just start. Yeah. You know, and then it'll just, it'll just trust the process after trust that. Trust the process. You know? Like, when I went back to my high school recently to do um, a yeah. photo lesson with the photography students, and I thought back to myself, like, back in high school, I was, like, thinking, Back then, like, no one showed us how to do photography. We kind of just shot whatever, you know, like, whatever we, we wanted to and just, like, put it in the yearbook. But um, when my advisor contacted me to have me come back in, she's like, I know photography, but I want it to just, you know, come to life more. Yeah. So I met with all the students, and all of them kind of had, like, a different, um, you know, thing they had to do. One had to shoot sports. One had mm. to shoot, like, classroom things and things like that. Mm. So they all had an idea of what they wanted to do, but the camera yeah. was kind of stopping them from like my picture is too dark you know or mm. it's blurry I don't know how to do that it's too bright mm. and then um, I took each one of them out and then we had the students run yeah. so the student that had to do the sports photography we had the students run and then we just like you know went through the technical stuff and then yeah. it was really quick you know just adjust and it's just like in the action of doing it mm. like you already know what you want from it and yeah. these things are just kind of like little things you have to like get through to get mm. the photo you want and then we did that with each student and then at the end of the um the session they're like oh my god i feel like i know so much more yeah i was like it shouldn't be like that you know yeah. like should, people shouldn't feel like they like it should be this big intimidating thing that you have to read like a whole textbook to yeah. learn how to use a camera you mm-hmm. know like it's out there the knowledge is out there so everyone yeah. can do it anyone <laughs> could be anything they want mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one last thing tell me about hood your hood days oh god because <laughs> you just told me that today so <laughs> oh so thursday uh-huh. uh, weird and wavy for sasha's event mm. um she has challenged us yeah uh, to where um she wants us to explore our you know teen mm. angst side of you know the music we listen to during that time and yeah i feel like when i started looking through my library and i just like thank you back i was like day i listened to a lot of like hood ass music like i added a uh, easy e boys in the hood and i was yeah. like wait 
why did I listen to this song so much when I was a little kid? I have no idea, but I just knew all the lyrics. So, you know, like everyone grows up differently. And that's like a lot of the music I grew up on. Just like West Coast, East Coast, Puff Daddy, uh -huh. No Limits, Soldiers. That was an embarrassing one. Like, <laughs> uh, just everything. <laughs> Baby Precious was my AKA. Baby Precious, no limit. So six, six one nine. ACC knows what's up with that. That's hey. <laughs> a secret. Uh, but it's out now. But I feel like we all kind of go through this phase of like we just you know we're finding we're finding our identity and we kind of mm. identify with each you know type of song. It could yeah. be a depressing song. It could be a really hood song talking about guns and everything. Yeah. But you're just about it. You're just like you're like how old are you? You're just dancing. You're like yeah. You know, like singing mm. along with it, but we all, I feel like that's something like everyone can relate to at some sense, mm. right? What was your, did you, what did you grow up on? I was, I was into like the, the emo rock stuff, there you know you what I'm saying? Like back in the day, like, <laughs> like not even deep, like not even like hella bands, like, but, but the basic ones, you know, like some 41 and like, dude, and yeah. like who was staying or something like <laughs> oh, that. I, love I don't even know, man. I was just, you know, I didn't get into hip hop till like. Maybe like sophomore year or something. And Shout out Trap Call Quest and Gangstar. That was, that was my go. start. And it's crazy how everyone gets exposed to different uh, genres at different different parts of their yeah. lives. Like I, I have one friend that lives in New York, Andy. Yeah. Andy Coy. I recently learned about him. Was um, if I I don't know if I can get this right, but he like he grew up on Christian music, yeah. and it wasn't until this age, until yeah. he's like 20, 22, 20. 25 that he started listening to hip-hop so his ears are super fresh yeah and it's just crazy to see his perspective and like how he like views the genres like mm. how we all get to like different places at different times like come on why did i start with uh bone thugs and harmony and stuff i don't know <laughs> i just did i mean i feel like it's just your product of your environment environment exactly and, and mtv at the time and mtv and they played music videos you know? all the time those were the best days but yeah <laughs> Oh, those are my head taste. <laughs> I look forward to hearing you play that uh, music. <laughs> hopefully someone in the room will, you know, get it. <laughs> Just get get bucked. Right? Man. Everyone's like, what is going on in here? Look at this little girl that looks like she's still in high school. Playing <laughs> oh. the old school hood, hood anthems. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. But yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, I guess I'm just going to figure this out as I go. You know, thank you once again to my friend, you know, for convincing me to do this. Took a, took a minute, you know. And I'm just trying to expand my creative palette, you know, getting to audio stuff, but not singing, you know. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's episode one. Uh, one degree of separation. Uh, you should... You should tell people where to find you on the internet. Oh, me? I, I feel like I feel like the host always asks oh, me? Okay. Uh, the guests, you know. Um, all my handles are pretty much the same. Mm. It's at Cubicado. That's like what, avocado. I like avocado with the Q. Mm. So Q V O C A D O. Mm. And you would find me everywhere. Everywhere. No, come to San Diego. Come meet her come meet me uh, you'll learn more about me in future episodes yeah. uh, maybe I'll share some funny stories <laughs> depending on who I'm talking to 
when I talk to Jenny and Trisha, they know all my business. <laughs> so the, they'll probably ask me something out of pocket, and you'll learn more. But yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is the first episode, so I'm going to keep saying that. And this will come out soon. All right. Hey. Hey, bye. And then I need some outro music, too. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> mm.